This week's episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the good folks supporting us over on patreon.com slash starwarsreport. Let's do the show, folks. Gum, gum, gum. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Woo! Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. Then we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. Well, hey, howdy, everybody. Welcome back to the Star Wars Report podcast. I'm your host, Riley Blanton. So glad you've joined us. Good morning. Good afternoon or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Although when I say that now, it's a little repetitive. Because I just realized it just plays in the <laughs> intro. And I just said it again. You're like, gosh, Riley, get on with it. But yeah, we've got a great show for you guys today. Uh, in fact, brand new celebration updates. We're getting, what, three weeks out? Super, super close. Uh, Hayden Christensen's going to be there. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Mandalorian, all kinds of craziness at Celebration, plus an exclusive announcement for uh, our coverage of Star Wars Celebration coming up in just a second. Uh, but before we get to all that, let's start. Let's uh, bring him in. You heard that him in the background there, giggling away. Mr. Mark Hurlman's back on the program. What's up? Uh, yeah, you know it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just commenting in the chat. I love that intro so much. Like mm. it's just it's got ev- all the greatness. All the best people. Who who made I, that? I, who made I that? Love it. A it's god so among uh, internet uh, people. Hey, speaking so of good. speaking of people, uh, <laughs> Bruce Gibson, everybody. Uh, Gosh, I love that intro. That, right? that intro is so Holy great. Cow. The guy that did what that, the... from what I understand, was the first thing he's really ever edited. What the really? heck? That's, inc- That's impressive. What, uh, I must sources say. have uh, sources have it's confirmed. Been a long time. Familiar with nice. the situation. Uh, sources. I'm giving yeah. you a, a hand. The the first thing confirmed from the uh, just released Mueller uh, report. No, <laughs> that's that's real world news. We don't we don't talk about real world news. We talk about Star we Wars. Something to report. Those are have the news. Data brought to us by the Bothan spies. We can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in the news this week. Star Wars Celebration, uh, we are on the cusp. This is normally where I have this sense of building anticipation, but as we've yes! discussed on the show, that's not me, yes! it's not Mark. That's, that's the guy that's... <laughs> I hate you so much right now, Bruce Gibson. Yes! <sighs> I'm oh. jealous. I, I have no hate. Mm. I've got nothing but love. I was telling Mark I, in the pre-show... I, I hate that I'm not there. <laughs> I was telling uh, Mr. Mark Hurlman in the pre-show in the uh, Rogue Transmissions available exclusively at patreon.com slash Report. But I was telling Mark, now I know what it feels like. Yeah. Now I know yeah. that pit in your stomach of that, that the FOMO of like you won't be there. And people are like it, all talking and texting each other. about everything, right? I've gotten, <laughs> and they get the text of like, so are you, where are you going to be on Thursday night, man? And I'm going to be like, no, Chicago. In a ball in the shower crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about this is you guys really want to go, but mm. you can't for certain reasons. Yeah, yeah. For me, I could go, and I was thinking of not going. I was like, I you know, know what? Right? I think You're I've had enough one. of this after Orlando. You're like, oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, who knows? We're all like, Bruce, you have to go. You've got the means. You must make it so. Um, (laughs) I have to represent. 
Yes. Mm. Well, uh, making his second, second, well, third technically, but second recent celebration appearance is uh, Mr. Hayden Christensen. Uh, he'll yes! be back. I don't. <laughs> are, are you going, Bruce? Are you gonna Are you gonna try to get a signature or meet up or try to do some some paparazzi stalking from a distance like my wife did with Carrie Fisher? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I probably won't do a photo, maybe an autograph. I typically don't do that stuff very often. I mean, I did that time with Mark Hamill and uh, Carrie yeah. Fisher at the yeah. one in uh, Anaheim, but I typically don't do it. But I don't know. There's something about Hank Christensen. It's not like I'm a huge fan, but it's just more like, I don't know. Like I It was more special last time when he hadn't been in forever. Yeah. But it's like, almost like he was special last time and I didn't see him, so I had to make it special this time. Yeah. Right? Well, the ni- the real nice thing would be is they, if they announced, like, because uh, it's the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace, if they got some Phantom Menace actors in, or maybe, maybe the, or, or Attack of the Clones when it comes around, and do, like, a cast yeah. reunion and, like, a whole panel uh, retrospective on the prequels. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty sweet. But yes. uh, that might be asking too much. But, of course, he'll be there. Uh, other updates, Mandalorian on stage at Celebration. Learn about the perilous world of the Mandalorian with John Favreau, executive producer oh, and writer, that was and so Dave Filoni, executive producer and director, um, and a special panel discussion Sunday, April eleventh, live yeah, on the so celebration. Eleven a.m. Um, oh, that's going to be a good one, though. I mean, anytime you get Dave Filoni on a panel discussion. Yeah, dude, he drops he drops nuggets. I mean, I'm still reeling mm. over when he dropped the Yuzin Vong. We're almost in the Clone Wars. Right? Uh, I, know, I was just thinking that yesterday. Yeah, true story. <laughs> yes. he's, yeah. he's hey guys, hey guys, it's Yuzin Vong. Hey guys. Um, well, he's gonna be like, hey guys, Mandalorian has Pedro Pascal in it. Yeah, he's yeah. playing a. So but this uh, is huge to me. To me, I don't know. Like, I'm excited about Episode Nine, but this mm-hmm. one is like inching up there and maybe surpassing that in the anticipation I like- for. I like that they have a little blurb about it. I haven't seen this, but maybe it's been around, but the celebration site has The Mandalorian set to debut on Disney Plus, stars Pedro Pascal Narcos in the title role as as a lone Mandalorian gunfighter. Which, by the way, I love that they say the title role because I really wanted to say titular. And the titular role. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs> the, Can you stop that? The titular role. Okay. Yeah, I'll stop that. Uh, yeah, right. Um, uh, alongside Gina Carano uh, from Deadpool. Of course, she's the super buff lady in Deadpool. I forget the superhero. She was also in the uh, Fast and Furious, too. Oh, yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl Weathers from Predator. Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. Um, and Emily Swallow. I don't even know her or um, any of the fi- other actors. Supernatural. But a bunch of other actors. Oh, and Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's in it. So that's the official blurb. Mandalorian on stage. Uh, Bruce, I assume you're going to be there. Yeah, because think about it. We haven't seen anything except for one photo. That's it. Yeah. And you yeah. know we're going to get more than one thing from this. And the oh, cast, yeah. I'm sure, is going to be... I mean, like, the whole thing. It's like, this is going to be huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's, it's huge. No. Um, no. I'm with you, Bruce. Oh. I'm more excited about this in episode nine. I think the potential here with what they've got, plus the cast, you've got Dave Favreau, you've got Filoni involved to a degree. Like, <laughs> I think that there's a winning combination here. Mm. This is going to be gold, man. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, and by the way, I included an article because we do have another update, and it's kind of related since we're talking about Mandalorian. Uh, John Favreau, if you're not following him on uh, following him on Instagram, you should. He um, just teased. Oh my gosh, I hate CNET's automatic ads that play. <laughs> the, uh, what was it? John Favreau's Instagram. Follow it if you haven't. 
Um, but uh, he teased a possible role for Taika Waititi. He, um, he, the the director of Thor, posted a picture of him in what looks like a voiceover booth. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Maybe directing, but probably doing voiceover with a microphone right there, looking at a monitor, which has a, a screenshot of what I assume is and has to be, um, is and has to be the, the uh, shot from Mandalorian. And you see in the background there, IG88 or an IG yeah. droid. Uh, oh my gosh! I know. Like, I don't care who's voicing him or whatever. He's in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that Taika Waititi. So. Uh, some people are like, well, maybe he's directing the episode, but the microphone's right there, so it's got to yeah. be that. Um, yeah. So, and also, by the way, it's confirmed, and I didn't realize this until I read the CNN article that uh, Mandalorian set seven years after Return of the Jedi. So, Ooh. oh, this nice. Is, yeah, this is. Um, I hope they kind of touch on Fett in some form or fashion. I think yeah, that they've would be got cool. to. They've got to. You don't do a Mandalorian series and don't involve the Fett name in some way. I don't yeah. know how they Even do it. Even if they're mocking him, <laughs> Galaxy's best bounty hunter, the <laughs> blind Solo, knocked him into the Sarlacc. I could totally <laughs> see them going the direction of like. Boba Fett is the Dread Pirate Roberts, right? Where someone just takes on the mantle of oh, Boba that Fett. That would be kind of cool, though. Um, I could I, totally I, see I'd that. I'd be down for that. You, you know, we could have a, a Fett son. There's, It's possible yeah, he had a son or a daughter. That's true, that yeah. True a lineage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and in Taika Waititi, that's the other thing, is you want um, a Maori accent. There's one right there, right? Mm. Daniel Logan, Ooh. right? Um, yeah. what's his face there the, is a Mandalorian helmet in front of him I mean we true. could be looking and queuing up on the wrong image here that's true that yeah, Mandalorian maybe that's him. helmet could have been his character and he's talking to IG-88 at that scene for all sure. we really know yes yeah mm. yeah um, exciting what else you got for me man wet my whistle I, well so <laughs> if I, I just wanted to hear uh, play this clip of Ty- if, if you haven't heard his voice or don't remember it from Thor the, the, he plays the character um what, what's his face? He plays the character Korg. Hey, oh, he's Korg? He's Korg. So that's oh the voice. Oh, my God. When you th- oh, I'm so excited now. So, like, and so for people to take a listen, this is Taiko Uh I'll play right here. We're like an open hey. And here he's in an interview. This is what he sounds like. As the saying goes. Is that a... Did you just make up that... Uh, I can make up... Jeff Goldblum? Here's the thing with words. They're all made up. Oh, you're rolling now, are you? <laughs> you missed out on all that gold. You should have been rolling four minutes ago. <laughs> oh, stop talking. <laughs> We're in the middle of an interview, and all you guys think you're in NASA. You're just thinking, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, all oh, right, well, good to go. Yeah, yeah, rolling. Yeah, yeah, action. I call it. <laughs> so he's, oh. making, he's making fun of the people in the interview. I love Taika Waititi. He's hilarious. I, I love, I did not realize he was Korg. That's I always him. loved that's his him. voice. See, Mark, that's oh why. Oh, my God. I, yeah, you're the exact kind of person because people don't make the connection of, like, yeah, Korg is freaking in the Mandalorian, basically. Right. That's <laughs> what's happening. Um, we, <laughs> Hey, so moving on with more celebration news. Uh, so not just the Mandalorian on stage, but episode nine is going to be on stage Friday at 11 a.m. local. That's Chicago time, uh, central <laughs> time. Um, episode nine. Let's see. Saturday is the Galaxy's Edge panel at 11 a.m. That'll be uh, a good one. Yep. Yeah, that's that's kind of the flagship panel there. And then they're doing yeah. the galaxy-wide premiere of Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order the new Whoa. EA game. Um, or, uh, Bruce, you lucky SOB! All right, I have to go there for you, Mark. Just yes. for you. Yes. <laughs> Do uh, it. Um, squealing. 
<laughs> then, of course, yeah, Sunday's the Mandalorian, as we mentioned. And then the Clone Wars sneak peek is Sunday afternoon. And then oh, Monday is that... lucky fans. I know. There's so many good things coming. They're going to be showing... I think they're showing the premiere of Mandalorian and the premiere of the of the Clone Wars there. Not to rub it in, Mark, but I think both... See, are- I'm, I'm excited, but all the groups that I happen to have been pulled into, I'm just seeing people complaining about the light speed virtual lines and all oh, this stuff. Oh, come and I'm on. Like, this we'll get to that. We'll get to that. To no, me. no, no, no. Get to- <clears throat> we'll get to that. Uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce, I don't even know if you put it in the notes or if it's something we talked about. But we're talking about the lines. They've changed the whole shebang, and I am so proud, so dang proud of, yeah. <laughs> of how they're changing it. Um, it's, in the, it's in the notes. If you click on that SWCC there, that little description yeah. about light speed, that'll take you to some more details. Let's see. So I'm, I'm, I'm missing it here. Uh, is it like below the John Favreau link? It's yep. below the, yeah. Uh, there it is. The there it is. Yeah, that one. You That's got it the right one. there. Oh my gosh, look Thank at that. You. I'm such a professional. Panel reservations and lotteries. It goes to the webpage for StarWarsCelebration.com. Go to that if anybody wants to know about it. There's a lot of Q&As in there, a lot of detail to go through because it's kind of complicated, but it's actually easy. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of information Here's about the it. important thing. Key fact. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Overnight queuing is no longer allowed. Gone. That's Star Wars celebration. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I know that there are people out there that are angry about this, but at the same time, like, I think about Celebration Anaheim and William and them camping out and then just barely getting in. Like, they almost didn't get in, and they were there for like eight hours ahead of time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and how people like, do that still not get in? It. Yeah. yeah, Matt Rushing last year didn't get in. He spent he got there at 8 p.m. at night and still didn't get in. 8 p.m. And the that night would, before. That would drive me more mad than the reactions I'm seeing online. I see a lot of, well, I paid for the five-day pass, and I should have first dibs. And it's like, well, what's that have to do Everybody's with gonna anything? Keep, and yeah. they're all going to get See, here's the thing, because last year, or not last year, the last celebration, one of the problems is people who didn't spend the night came in to the hall in the next morning, and their friends who spent the night let them butt in line and get ahead of all these people who wait. I mean, it was a, it, really, it's, it sounds like a madhouse, and in some ways it was, because there was a house of a bunch of mad people, yeah. because <laughs> people were going yeah, in early no. that didn't camp out overnight. So Preach this it. is the best way right now to handle this. Preach right? it. So what this panel lottery isn't, is, isn't really, I mean, it's basically a virtual queue that you can do in the Celebration app once you link your confirmed badge, and they will open up those reservations or those lottery tickets and i think you have a cert i I don't actually even have the whole details but i did read through them and my takeaway was and correct me if i'm wrong bruce but basically you have a certain number of panels that you can choose to get that like ticket for uh to get that reserved seat and it'll give you like a section that's reserved um right and you're so you can't just like get reserved spots for every single panel on the celebration stage but you could pick one and probably get it i think you can't i think it I think you can, through the lottery, go for each one if you want to. The problem, the thing is, it's not like a first come, first serve. I mean, mm-hmm. you could be the very first one going in the lottery trying to get in the main hall, and you could be in an overflow room. It's just randomly picking. Oh, gotcha. And so you've got like five days to do it. So there's no rush like, oh my gosh, it's 10 a.m. in the morning on March 29th, which is the opening. And then you don't, yeah, st- yeah, you don't yeah. have to do that. You just, See, and they you do know. this at scout so, camps when I go to this, like, they'll be the metalworking. That's the one that they do. And sometimes you'll go to a camp where nobody signs up for that one. And in this case, you have a panel where very few people go. You're pretty much guaranteed, but you have no idea. I think the thing to do with this for the people going is go in with no expectations. Go in looking to have a good time and meet 
fans, enjoy that fellowship. You go in with that and then just roll with the punches with everything else. You're going to have a good time. If you go in and you're like, I got to go here at this time. I got to be here at this time. I got to. If you get it so, uh, you know, down to a point by point, t- minute by minute, you're going to be so damn miserable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they so just um, go with the flow. So yeah, you yeah. can you can enter a panel lottery for each day your badge is valid. Right. Um and uh yeah, so that I I I the big thing is is like the trying to kill the overnight thing. So they heard they got feedback. I, it wasn't just howling into the wind. There no more mm. no more like Kathleen Kennedy yelling about how great it is I fight an overnight pizza. Woo. <laughs> well, no, that's still going to happen because I'm going to party with Kathleen Kennedy somehow and have pizza with her. I'm deep dish Chicago style pizza. Yes. Bruce finds out where her hotel is and he's waiting outside with pizza. Are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm queued up in her room. So, so yeah, I, I, you know what I say? Good for them. They're calling it light speed lane virtual queuing. And that's the other thing. You don't queue early at all. You just literally go up, boop, yeah. scan your QR you just code. just show up. Holy cow. Imagine, you can just enjoy your time, wor- enjoy your friends, do things. And this goes for the store, too. Of not- the same thing for the store. Oh, really? You don't yes, Holy same God. thing. So no well, more do you spending think half gonna get your some day people that are going to line there. up and wait for their no, spot? No, they're though? not going to let them. Kick them out. Kick them out, I say. Oh, no lines, no <laughs> lines. Well, the only <laughs> line is when, when you show up just to go in. Yeah. You know, you might have to be in a little bit of a line, but that's it. And if you're in the main stage area, once you get in, you can stay in there all day if you want. The, oh. it, when the when the first panel ends, you don't have to leave. You can oh, just interesting! Stay there. Very Hall H of them. Very Comic Con. That's what the. That's huh? exactly it. Yes. So like that nice. first panel is probably going to be pretty active about like uh, getting the lottery tickets for the first panel on Friday because everyone's going to want to park yes. and camp out there. Um, and the other big thing is Monday at uh, eleven forty five a.m. is the uh, improv show that I'm in. Oh. So. Oh no. That's nice. a big one. Nice. We're not doing the lottery because we don't need to. <laughs> Well, be there, be square, follow at Admiral underscore Rex on Twitter, and of course, at Star Wars Report on Twitter to get updates of what Bruce will be doing, covering on the floor, which brings us to an exclusive world premiere announcement for the Star Wars Report's coverage of Celebration Chicago right after this. You're listening to the Star Wars Report. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Boom, 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 boom. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we're going to be there uh, virtually. <laughs> Mark and I and one and only Scott Rifen will be covering the convention on remote at facebook.com slash Star Wars Report. We'll be doing live streams every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, it, we will be Friday at... 6 p.m. Central Time, which is local celebration time, will be the launch at facebook.com slash Star Wars Report, the launch of our live streaming uh, daily celebration podcast episodes. So we'll be breaking down the Episode 9 trailer, maybe anything updates in the Star Wars publishing panel from Friday, but really the big flagship thing will be the trailer. Uh, Bruce, obviously, will be calling you in to get you in uh, if we can on the the show. Yes! Yes! (laughs) And, uh, He's like, no, I'm I'm hanging out with Kathleen Kennedy. Eat the pizza. Leave me alone. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's so true. Um, but uh, but yes. So uh, if you have not uh, liked the Facebook page, go do it. Facebook.com/slash Star Wars Report. And of course, we'll be publishing all this across our social media, getting uh, closer and closer in the weeks uh, to come. But if you're uh, obviously if you're not at Celebration and you want to, you're going to get probably far better <laughs> coverage because we won't actually be there. Busy. We'll be on remote. 
uh, podcasting up a storm uh, for uh, star, our Star Wars celebration coverage. So very excited to do this. It's a first. Uh, we're working on getting some other special guests uh, for each show, uh, so we'll have more updates for that as as they come. But uh, well, stay tuned. Facebook.com slash Star Wars Report is where we will be streaming live uh, uh, right there for our celebration coverage. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, um, Lucasfilm Games is back. Kind of not, maybe, question mark. Um, nope. So, because there's a story of like what copyright uh, or so, they, like all these outlets I saw started picking up. Oh, Lucasfilm Games is back. They're doing LucasArts, what? Because we thought that they were shut, shut down. IGN actually got an update on it from Lucasfilm that talked about Lucasfilm Games, which is an entity that has continued, which is basically ensuring that games meet Lucasfilm standards. Where were they for Battlefront 2? Um, and uh, ever since the closure of... Ooh, sick burn. I was right there. It's too easy. I shouldn't take that. low-hanging fruit. I should not have. Well, surprisingly, Jason, I think it's Schreier, is how you say it. Uh, He is one of the PC gamers. He was actually on Twitter quoted, this is quite literally fake news. Lucasfilm Games is a team at Lucasfilms that's been working on EA or on Star Wars games for years now. LucasArts ain't back, guys. It's like, ah, it's always been there. It's almost like they're the story group of games, and we just didn't know about them. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. But but I think that it's good in the aspect that it brought that attention because I think a lot of people thought that that wasn't the case, and they were. I mean, that was the big splash. I mean, when that hit, I saw it all over the place, and I was like, okay, that's exciting. But wait, this is wait. I thought that was already. Oh, and then yeah, Jason tweeted that out. I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, more yeah. sense. No, it, yeah, it's don't get your hopes up, guys. But hey, look, they still have a great relationship with EA. They say mm-hmm. that's also fake news, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, let's uh, get. Oh, and one one more story here. Um, of course, it wouldn't be a, a podcast if we weren't talking about Galaxy's Edge, guys. <gasps> the important news here is not the new novel by Delilah S. Dawson. Sure, that's important. Oh, no, but you that, know, the important, important news to me is we have our stay booked. The details are locked in. The tickets have been purchased. We are going to Disneyland the weekend of June 15th. Myself, my sister Bethany, Mr. Aaron Goins, and a a whole cacophony of people are going to be there. Uh, And we're going to explore the edge of the galaxy and report all about it here on the podcast. Take tons of pictures. Be jealous. Eat the food. Go on the Millennium Falcon run. Ride Rise of the Resistance. Oh, wait. Um... We were pity partying together, and then you just upped it out. You jumped out of the boat, Riley. Yep. I'm going down this You're river. You're welcome. Oh, not like Han. All right, but uh, enough about me. Enough about me. Uh, G- Galaxy's Edge Black Spire is the novel, forthcoming novel by Delilah S. Dawson, uh, available August 27th, and you can pre-order it right now. But uh, they have – I'm going to actually pull up the cover because I'm kind of curious. Uh, Dude, it's um, beast, man. It's uh, 368 pages even. Oh, geez, yeah. nice. So yeah. it's, uh, the official synopsis has been released. Um, I could, I could read it, right? It'd be, it, it'd be okay, but I think it'll be half as good as if Mr. Mark Herlman would do me the honor of reading <laughs> in dramatic form <laughs> oh, the Black Spire. I still want to hear this. This right. uh, thing. So here we go. <clears throat> Ladies, don't, don't rush him. Don't rush him. You got to get into the, get into the zone. Okay. It's a don't, don't disrupt the artiste, if you will. All right. After devastating losses at the hand of the First Order, General Leia Organa has dispatched her agents across the galaxy in search of allies, sanctuary, and firepower. And her top spy, Vi Mordari, Morardi? I can't say that name yet, may have just found all three on a secluded world at the galaxy's edge. 
a planet of lush forests, precarious mountains, and towering petrified trees, Batu is on the farthest possible frontier of the galactic map, the last settled world before the mysterious expanse of wild space. The rogues, smugglers, and adventurers who eke out a living on the largest settlement of the planet, Backspire Outpost, are here to avoid prying eyes and unnecessary complications. V, a resistant spy on the run for the First Order, is hardly a welcome guest, and when a shuttle full of stormtroopers lands in her wake, determined to root her out, she has no idea where to find help. To survive, V will have to seek out the good-hearted heroes hiding in a world that redefines scum and villainy. With the help of traitorous trooper and her acrobatic droid, or acrobatic droid, mm -hmm. <laughs> she a begins cervix. to gather a colorful a band of outcasts and misfits and embarks on a mission to spark the fire of resistance on Batu before the First Order snuffs it out entirely. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Dude, what that... What that makes me most excited for, though, is the in-the-park experience you're going to get. Mm. Like, the background here, that when you then go to the park, like, Riley, I know you're going to get to go to the park, but then read the book and go back again and tell me how much more of the experience changes for you. Oh, we like, will. I, I, I'm excited about this, man. Oh, we will. Well, what's funny is I'm actually, <clears throat> not to, <clears throat> not to, to turn that spotlight ba back in uh, yours truly's direction, but uh, the other thing we I booked last week was the tickets for the Wine and Dine Half Marathon in November. So towards the end of the year, I'll be going to the Disney World version of Galaxy's Edge and once again Ooh. report from there, and I'll have read the novel at that point because I'm actually so interested in Galaxy's Edge. This will probably be the one Star Wars no novel that I will definitely <laughs> consume uh, before we go this fall. So... I can uh, once again speak to that. But yeah, so that's interesting. So uh, they kind of have a protagonist V, the spy, um, that will kind of, I think, live as an avatar for our experience when we go to the parks. Like, are you going to seek out the good-hearted heroes, right? With the, um, uh, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So V Marathi. I wonder if... I wonder if V will be a character that, that walks around at Disney. I mean, pull up the character's name and you've got some images that come up. I'm like, dude, I got to know more about maybe? this character. Uh, yeah. She's been around clearly for a while. She's got a code name. Yeah, well, if they don't have her there, somebody should cosplay, her, cosplay as her and go to the park. I mean, basi it's basically Sabine, right? They okay, just okay. Oh, wait, wait. Sabine. She was created back in Delilah S. Dawson's 2017 novel, Phasma. Okay, so, okay. That's, I thought this character oh, gotcha, was Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, Phasma <gasps> was the know first one. She is going to be in, uh, so there's Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire, and then there's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, the question here is, is that also a different book that they're yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah, I think there's like a kid's book or something like that that's also coming out. That's off the top of my head. I'm not sure about it. I do remember, like, I think there's like another... Like background. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. She'll be a character. No, this is for for the link. It's it's to the themed land. So it looks like she'll be a character there at the land. Oh, nice! Look at that. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, oh. character design wise, it literally looks like Sabine with like the purple blackish hair. But the character design itself looks like the actress who voices Sabine, Tia Sirkar. You see, you see what I'm seeing in the, in this picture, Bruce, for the mm -hmm. cover. Yeah, uh, but it's, I see what you're saying. Yeah, she, she's very like uh, very conspiratorial espionage look. She's like ducking behind a pillar, hiding from some first order troopers that are on the lookout. So, Black Spire um, from Delilah Estasen, a wonderful lady who I've happened had the pleasure of meeting and hanging out with a little bit at some different conventions like New York Comic Con. She's awesome. Um, so, best of luck to her. I'm glad she got this book. Hopefully, it's good. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that in a mean way. I just like I really wanted hopefully to hopefully this time. Hopefully it's good. it doesn't. You know, suck. no. I could see, and, <laughs> no. and I'll, I'll just I'll just test this. I mean, so far 
everything coming out from the Disney side has been top notch, and Delilah has has proven herself. I mean, she is like up there with Zahn, Alston, and Stackpole for me. For really, the writers, look at they have that. been putting out nice. good work. Nice, nice. Look at that. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time of the show. Let's get ready for well, you know, Boba's bounty. You worth a lot to me. <laughs> As you wish. As you wish. That's that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, each and every week we talk about something we uh, read, listened to, or experienced in the world of Star Wars. And uh, I'll kick us off this week. Uh, once again, returning to Marvel Comics, I have complete. well, almost. I'm literally, I had like, I had like six, seven pages left. I didn't quite, wasn't quite able to finish it uh, last week, but I'm almost done with volume nine, the final volume of like the 2016 main Star Wars line. Uh, called Hope Dies. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm just going to go to the back of it right here. Uh, a secret rebel base, a secret rebel fleet, a chance of victory, but now Darth Vader has found it, and there is no escape. Uh, as the Empire first strikes back, here and now, can the Millennium Falcon stand alone against an entire Imperial fleet? Uh, it's freaking awesome. Like some of these, like the Yoda Secret War, as an example, or the the Rebel Gel, whatever volume that was. Uh, um, not there's there's been some like only so so volumes, but these last two, uh, uh, eight and nine. I'm trying to remember the name of eight. Uh, I'll pull it up here. They have it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The Last Jedi. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> a different one. Uh, Mutiny on Moncala. Oh, Mutiny on Moncala was so good. So these last two volumes that I've read since the last time we recorded fan freaking tastic who's on um, the cover i'm uh, trying to look at the cover oh sorry sorry yeah yeah here we go it's uh leia in kind of oh. full regalia but it, it kind it. of covers um and i don't want to give s- too much of spoilers i guess a slight spoiler hey you know what we're towards the end of the show it's boba's bounty i'm giving a full spoiler warning for uh Ooh. the final <laughs> two so here we go and that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Duck out, uh, stuff the the earmuffs on. If you have not read it and you don't want to be spoiled, it's happening now. <laughs> Hope dies like Alderaan. Not too soon. Sorry, too soon. <laughs> no. Um. So mutiny on Moncala and uh, Hope dies co- cover the imperial rule over Moncala and how they have the whole system sort of under the evader's grip, right? But Moncala is this central strategic world that, um, that the rebellion needs the fleet, the Moncala fleet. Um, but specifically the idea here is that they're going to take all of these sort of transports and cruisers and, um, they're going to take all these transports and cruisers and be able to convert them to warfighting status. Uh, so there's like a lot of a lot of interesting things, uh, and the main thing involves rescuing the the true king, not the regent that the empire is working with, but the true king of Moncala, and get uh, rescue him so he could rally the people to rebel against the imperial rule. And it basically chronicles this whole storyline that ends in just spectacular fashion. And I'm skipping over some other significant spoilers, but my kind of big takeaway from these two volumes is how this sort of regent is very unwilling to, to work with the rebellion because he's worried about the empire. But eventually they, they rescue the king almost 
but he's killed. But in his final dying moments, he records like a broadcast to the planet. And then right as the Empire is, um, thinks that they have the Mon Cala fleet under control, um, the, the message is broadcast and the message of hope and freedom spreads throughout the planet system. And uh, there's a full-scale rebellion or mutiny against the Empire. And all mm-hmm. of the uh, Mon Cal uh, leaders uh, rebel. And, and, and it, then what follows is a bloodbath. Like, the, the Imperial fleet jumps in because Vader finds out about what's going on um, through a bunch of other sly machinations of some other characters that, uh, that inter- interact with our heroes throughout the story. But uh, that's not important. The important thing is that the... The, it's it's very much uh, a, a, an Empire Strikes Back bloodbath. Like most of the fleet is lost, but even though even though they rebel successfully, and uh, and they barely make it into hyperspace. But by the time they do, like over half the Moncala fleet is lost. And so what the rebellion has going in towards Empire Strikes Back and Jedi on those Moncala cruisers are the handful that survived. Uh, but even that handful that survived was enough to kind of become the backbone of the rebellion's fleet um, after the battle. But a very, it was a very awesome series. And again, just beautiful storytelling that very closely tied into this, the main saga stories, you know, Mark, how I love that. And then, mm-hmm. uh, but not only that uh, great character interaction. So I, I don't, have you read these? I, I actually don't know. Are, are I, I'm not caught up on them. No, okay. I'm, uh, so, I'm so slowly getting. There. Consider yourself teased. Like it's it's a. Pretty, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, it's pretty fantastic. So, um, uh, I, I I I'll I will leave my Boba's bounty there. Highly highly recommend. Uh, but Mr. Uh, Hurleman, how about you this week? Well, I went to the lava beds. So while I was there, it was super duper cold. So like 25 degrees, and at night. The boys wanted to go to bed early because they're like, uh, we're done. So I pulled up my phone and realized I had some comics downloaded. So I was, I myself, I was reading the the Canaan, the, uh, the what was it the, called? The, the Lost Apprentice, Last Apprentice, something like that. Whatever the Canaan one Marvel did, man, I forgot how much I loved the art in that one. And the whole story is great, too. And the way it ties into the series of Rebels was just, yes. I love it to death. But, I mean, it, for me, his master, like, I have like a mixed relationship because, you know, I still also remember the fact that his master in Legends was the master of Ferris Olin. So, like, I love the fact that even though there's different angles there, that Kanan, in a way, kind of takes on some characteristics that Ferris Olin had. And I don't know if that was intentional or if that was just the eye of the reader in my end. But, man, I love that story. That I forgot how much I love that story because that, that last one that we were reading with Vader and, and the whole uh, uh, Vader's Fortress, Fortress Vader. Yes. Oh, my God. That one was so good. That I had almost forgotten how much I love the Kanan comic. Mm, yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Well, hey, uh, wow, he's literally stumbled back in right as you finished yours. Bruce, I was worried we lost you for a second, Bruce. <laughs> no, I had to avoid spoilers. Oh, that's right. So, Oh, that's right, because you haven't caught up yet. No, well I'm done. still on volume three. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well done, sir. I didn't realize that you had you had not read. It makes sense though, because I, I hadn't been tracking with you how far you got, and I just got uh, blasted away. Um, uh, maybe we'll do a full uh, series review as you once you finish up. We'll get a chance to do something like that. But I'm very interested to see what you think, and I'm glad you stepped away because it's definitely worth not spoiling some of the volumes. Yeah. Like I said, you know. But yeah, these let, last let me know where you're at, Bruce, and I'll, I'll catch up real quick. So when we get there, I'm why don't refreshed. we just all get together and read them in the same room? Let's yeah, do it. Let's all go to celebration and oh. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bruce, you want to take us out with uh, with your uh, Boba's bounty? 
Well, yes, I would. Thank you very much. Tighty tighty tight. So, uh, besides the fact that I finished Queen's Shadow, and besides the fact that I've been planning my celebration trip, I'm going, I'm going to brag about my oldest daughter because she is studying. She's in high school. She's a junior, and she um, won a regional contest where she had to do a presentation because she wants to be a teacher. It was a teaching like, oh, nice, presentation. Nice. I love it. She love had it. to put a plan together, whatever. So she went to regionals. She went to state, and she won in the state of Georgia, nice. which means she's going to nationals, and nationals is in Anaheim. And we'll be at Disneyland. So, yes, I will be at Galaxy's Edge for the first full week. Not a day. Not two days. Not a week. I have a full week at Disneyland in Anaheim, California, <laughs> starting July 1st and yes! going through July 6th. That's yes! what I'll be at. Sorry, I was, I was getting you hype music. <laughs> yeah! And That's exciting, man. Of my association with the show, I'm getting a private press tour behind the scenes of Galaxy's Edge. Actually, I'm kidding. I just want to see all his face. I'm like trying to pull my jaw back. I'm like, how the hell did you pull that off? Holy crap. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this week's episode of the Stars Reports in the Can. Thanks for joining us. Good times, folks. Good times, gentlemen. Thank you, as always. Hey, uh, I, I know I've already had one big announcement. Another big announcement. I've already I've got them lined up. There's going to be so much celebration stuff for like a full breakdown and look ahead uh, at Star Wars Celebration. I know we kind of hit on some of the main things this week. Uh, it's going to be the one and only Dan Zare from Coffee with Kenobi will be joining us next week. Very excited to have him on, so uh, we're looking forward to that. Stay tuned for that. And a big sh- uh, thank you and shout-out to everyone supporting the show directly at patreon.com slash Report. Patreon, it's where you can chip in a few bucks, support the Star Wars Report podcast, and get some awesome bonus content. Uh, it's called Rogue Transmissions for the $5 level. Chip in 5 bucks a month and uh, get our weekly Rogue Transmissions, like Mark and I lamenting how much we hate Bruce Gibson before he got on the call <laughs> this week. <laughs> for going to celebration without us, uh, but like it's it's usually our, it's our pre-show banter uh, where we talk about what's going on and uh, get ready for the show. It's always a fun time. So get that episode of Rogue Transmissions. Almost seventy episodes coming up on seventy episodes of Rogue Transmissions, all available at Patreon.com/slash Star Wars Report, and uh, we also give away every single episode of the show right there. The complete archive available right there patreon.com slash star wars report hey also email us star wars report at gmail.com keep up with the uh the website star wars report.com that's where we have the links and also this week's show notes for this episode uh so if you want to get the links to those panels everything we talked about get a look at that cover art uh for black spire all the stuff we talk about every week is in the show notes over at star wars report.com follow us on twitter twitter.com slash star wars report at Star Wars Report. Very, very easy. I'm on Twitter at the Riley Guy. That's the same for Instagram. The Riley, R-I-L-E-Y. The Riley Guy. You can find Mr. Mark Hurlman at Illogical Rogue 2 on the Your old story. Instagram and Twitter. And of course, uh, Bruce Gibson at Admiral underscore Rex. Highly encourage you to go follow him as you get ready for all the celebration awesomeness, Bruce. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! 
Uh, and of course, uh, hey, even if you can't do the Patreon thing, um, another great way to really help the show and get the word out is, A, just share it with a friend. Uh, if you do know any Star Wars fans, let them know about the Star Wars Report podcast. And go to starwarsreport.com slash iTunes or just the podcast app, the Apple podcast app. And leave us and leave us a review of your review review <clears throat> a rating or review. I can talk. I can speak. A rating or review uh, on iTunes. It really helps get the word out about the show, and uh, we do appreciate those of you guys who've done that. So, uh, StarWarsReport.com/slash/iTunes or just in the Apple Podcast app if that's how you're listening right now. It makes it very easy. But that's gonna put the wraps on this week's episode of the Star Wars Report podcast. Until next time, may the Force be with you, and remember. Many Bothans died to bring you this You know, I'm starting to think that what a Bothan looks like is the equivalent of the... What in the heck is it? I, I don't know. I want to... <laughs> what is a Bothan? Is, is water wet? It's the equivalent of is water wet at this point. If they're mm. never going to show me, I'm going to perplex this forever. Poor Mark. Poor Mark. Legends. Uh, <laughs> legends. The legends are real. <laughs> um, <laughs> on that note, let me, uh, let me wrap up the recorder here.